And welcome in to the G.I. Jake Show live in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. It is a victory Monday edition of the G.I. Jake Show as Tennessee absolutely dominates. And I mean dominates Alabama this weekend as we see another solid performance from Dalton Connect. A very solid performance from Jonas Adu. We have Marcus Young back in studio today after he played hooky on Friday. Brett Hollander's in here as well. Intern Jack. It's going to be a good show. We're going to talk about this Tennessee basketball game from the weekend. We're also going to get into the NFL playoffs in which uh, we were just about right on every single game minus the last one. The last one is what really, really kind of stung a little bit because it really (laughs) seemed like everything was going to go our way for the longest time with that. And ultimately, it does not. But at the end of the day, none of that really matters. Why? Because Tennessee just got a 20-point win against the best scoring team, maybe even in the country. Definitely the best scoring team in the SEC. But you limited a team that was averaging 90 to 71 points. Yep. You were averaging, I think we were averaging, what, 79 going into this game? Yeah, right. And then right, we right. ended up with 91. Yep. You know, most of that on the back of Dalton Connect. And Jonas Adu, you know, as we mentioned, Dalton Connect finishes with 25 and four. Jonas Adu finishing with 19 and four as well. Not as many rebounds there. Tennessee did get out rebounded in this game, 37 to 34. Uh, Tennessee was dishing the ball around a little bit better, 21 assists to Alabama's nine. And defensively, Tennessee coming up with 15 steals to Alabama's five. Brett, how are you, sir? Doing well. You know, it was a good weekend. Uh, you know, had to get some stuff fixed at my house over the weekend. But, oh, no. uh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Did you yeah. fall victim? Yep. You we fell, fell victim. victim. We were already having to stay over at my parents' house, which was a little, obviously, you don't want to ever do that. But it just worked out for uh, work arrangements, things like that. Uh, just easier in and out of their neighborhood than our neighborhood. Uh, and then uh, we were heading back to our house, and a uh, pipe decided to bust in the garage. Uh <sighs> And it just, and I guess a lot of people are dealing with that right now. Uh, it was hard to find a plumber, uh, that sort of thing. So uh, that wasn't fun to deal with, but did get to see the game. Uh, very pleased by that result for sure. Um, you know, there was a gainy sighting, a big time gainy signing, especially in the first half. What do you have, like thirteen in the first half? I think he had thirteen in the first half. Finished with fifteen. Yeah, so it was nice to see him make some shots. Um, you know, overall, you know, they didn't have a ranking by their name. But I believe by all the metrics, they were a top 10 basketball team that I we think beat so. on Saturday. Uh, I think and they Ken were Palm had them seven. Yeah, Ken Palm had them at seven. So, and of course, they were 4 0 in conference play coming into this game. Tennessee, of course, you know, three and yeah. one. Yeah. And, and I thought Vescovy was was more aggressive looking for a shot throughout the game. Got in foul trouble. He's He's been tending to pick up those early two fouls, it seems like. He got. He got in foul trouble pretty quick. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was nice to see him finally find a shot a little bit there. Uh, Josiah Jordan James. Bless his heart, man. That was a. That was not a. He he does yeah. I'm, I mean, he had yeah. two steals on defense, but other than that, I mean, he, did he do anything to really wow you? No. And I tell you, the the guy that stuck out to me more so than almost anybody was Mayshack. I don't know what it was, but it felt like that dude had thirty points. He was everywhere. He guarded who you wanted to guard to. He made life miserable for those guys. And I think we found our backup point guard with him. You know, like you can put, you know, him on the ball right at the top of the key. He's stronger than. He's just not as quick. He's pretty quick, but right. he's stronger than Zakai. Could body up on Sears or anybody he wanted to throw at him. He even played a four a little bit. So, you know, I thought he was tremendous all game long. Absolutely. Know? So, yeah. Marcus, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was just it was a great performance all around. A, a team that is pretty known for their offense. We shut them down, uh, which kind of makes you. Going to this game, you wonder, is the classic Rick Barnes defense going to be able to handle the offensive team that, that Alabama is, and can they show points on the other side? And, of course, you know, Dalton Connect had a really good game. What was it, 25? 25-4. and 25-4. Yep. Uh, close to another 30. I, I thought maybe he'd get it again. At, once halftime, I think he had 17. I was like, he could do it. Yeah. He could get another 30. Um, was that the only disappointing thing to come out of Saturday? That he didn't get 30? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, probably. Um, I, it was a great game all, all around. And 
once again, you just feel good about the way that we're playing against uh, SEC opponents right now, minus Mississippi State. But, you know, I think you, sometimes you need those kind of losses to get you going again. And um, I think I saw someone else got taken down, too. I know Baylor lost to Texas. Kansas lost. Kansas lost. So some other bigger teams around us uh, not getting it done and should keep us within the top five. Um, and, yeah, no, it's just – Another great game, another good a good game to get us ready for what's uh, what's to come. And Memphis, of course, going down yesterday, mm-hmm. taking a two-point loss to Tulane on That's the just road. just lovely to see. It is. It absolutely is. Jack, how was your weekend, man? It was fantastic. You know, um, had NFL and we do not have Jack's mic on <laughs> yet. Marcus, get that figured out. What are you doing, man? What is my producer doing? My producer supposed to have things rocking and rolling for us. Here and he still didn't turn his mic on. On top of my your... goodness, Marcus, what are you doing? Yo, yo, yo! We got you. We're here. Okay. We got you, and we got your nose in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I shouldn't be prepared to do everything. <sighs> my weekend was fantastic. Could be worse. We could be making you sleep at the studio. Yeah, that that ain't happening. <laughs> Let's see if you can get your car out here today. Yeah. yeah, I'm lucky. I got my car down the hill. Don't know if I'm getting it back up. That'll be the question for everybody. Yep. Jack might have been the only smart one out yeah. of all of us today. Jack, what were your initial thoughts on the game? I know you were in attendance. Yes, I had the privilege of being there. It was a packed house, um, fortunately for us. Um, I thought it was a great team win. Meshack, obviously, like you said, was fantastic on defense. Mm-hmm. Just a great defensive game all around by everyone. Yeah, one of the top offensive teams, and they didn't look like it. Um, and I thought Dalton, even though he had a great 25-point game, like – I thought he left some points on the floor. Like he had some open shots that he missed, some layups he missed, and it just looked effortless. It didn't seem like he was trying to force it or anything. And the fact that he still had 25 without having his greatest game is really good to see. Vescovia hit a few shots, which is good to see. Um, you know, Triple J, he's still a little hesitant on a shot, which is scary to see. But I think he'll get his confidence back, and he'll be he'll be back in the swing of things. Absolutely. 18 years ago today, I just got the notification. On my phone. It's funny we had the argument that we had on Friday mm-hmm. at the end of the show. Uh, 18 years ago today was when Kobe had his 81-point performance. Wow. Technically the second highest scoring performance in NBA history, even though I'm one of these conspiracy theorists. I don't necessarily know if Wilt Chamberlain actually scored 100 points in the game in which they said he did. Because there are a lot of things that lead you to believe that it might not have actually happened, Brett and Marcus, yeah. Jack, knowing that there is no audio or video of the game until the fourth quarter of that game. That's the big thing. A little suspicious. Very sus. That's very sus. But is it really possible to score 100 points when you don't have a three-point line? Pistol Pete Maravich might have been the only one you could make the argument for me <laughs> that if there were no audio or video, I'd probably believe it. If, if someone were to tell me, oh, yeah, Pistol Pete at this point, he uh, – he scored 100 points on the uh, San Francisco Warriors. I was like, okay, yeah, that probably happened. And the fact of the matter is that happened in Hershey, Pennsylvania, of all places. I mean, the man did average 51 in like 25 a game. Well, yeah, because he was playing against everybody. Well, I mean, everybody was a foot and a half shorter than him. Well, you can't help who he, how tall he was born and, and who he's playing against. I want to know how that happens. I want to know how. A guy like me, a guy that's five foot eleven, can I, I don't want to have the baby. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll, um, how how does what? one no continue your thought? How do I get a six foot eleven, seven foot baby out of the deal? Is, is what I want to know. <laughs> chance, yeah, no. Ch- a chance. That is what it is. That is that's the only way it's going to happen. But other than that, we're going to get into this little little NFL streak that we almost had so you guys know how i'm big on you know john hodge the bets he puts out mm-hmm. this dude hit a hundred dollar parlay and won 2500 bucks over the weekend wow same game parlay yeah i missed out on big a game hodgy those damn bills the damn 
Bills. I told you they were losing all day Friday. Told you all day Friday they were. Gonna I know lose. you, you told me all day they were going to lose. You don't beat Mahomes in the playoffs. You don't beat Mahomes. Yeah, because the NFL wants them to win. That's the, their the darling. Guy was terrible regular still season. Look what he does that, that every was, time the playoffs. But here's come the on. thing, though. That was Mahomes' first road game. Okay. It was in Buffalo. No, no, don't go. Okay. Oh, okay, it's Josh Allen. When does he win a playoff game? He was at home. Okay. At home, he should have won. His kicker can't <laughs> kick a field goal. Jack, no, mark, then don't kick field goals. Mark the time on that because I want that in the intro when it gets dropped here in a couple of weeks. Oh, no. That's getting put in there. The argument there, just mark it down on your phone. You don't have to actually get in there and clip it out. All I'm saying is it, it was his first road game. No reason. I hope the cereal gets put into the intro, too. Jack, I want you to work. We'll work on that together. Um, there was every reason to believe in the Bills to get this game done. It didn't help that they kept shooting themselves in the foot. Their defense made Travis Kelsey – looked like Travis Kelsey of old because he was not performing like that all year long, and then all of a sudden he goes off. And and Big-time players do. In, in one game? He, yeah. He, he wasn't there for the game before. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this this was prime. Five or Samson, 75-yard, two touchdowns. This was a prime game for Buffalo to win, and, and they lost it. The Chiefs didn't win it. The Bills lost it. The and Chiefs tried to lose it. They could have gone up 10 in the fourth quarter, put that game to bed if McCall yeah. Hardman holds onto the ball. The you, game's over. You can't, unless it's They Kelsey. were so scared of Mahomes, they tried to fake punt on their own end. Yeah, that was that was silly. I mean, with DeMar Hamlin. I mean, come that, on. That was not smart. I mean, that's when they went down and fumbled. But, I mean, come on. That should tell you where they think about Mahomes and the Chiefs, was that what the they most were imp- doing to them. Was that the most impressive win of the weekend? What? No. Chiefs and the Bills. Yeah, I th- so, I, yes, by far. The most See, I think the most impressive no. is the Lions. Yeah. Why? At because home against Baker Mayfield? No, because they haven't won a playoff game yeah, they since just 1991. Won. No, they won two in one year. They won, they won last, two in one year. You're telling me the Bills at home losing to the Chiefs, who you said was going to lose, by the way. Yeah. Mark it down. The Chiefs went on the road and beat them, and you think that's more impressive than beating Baker Millfield in Detroit? I think that the Lions winning two playoff games in one year after having not won one. You're since crazy. Not, I am. You're that crazy. Change 91 the fact that has nothing to do. 91 has nothing to do with 2023-24 season. It doesn't have a damn thing to do with oh, it, but the fact oh, that it absolutely does. And it had the highest oh, get-in price of any game this weekend. Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. So? What are you talking about? Hold on. No, hold on. No, because You cannot argue this. History, Seriously. History, you cannot be doing this. History makes sense. How, when was the last history, time? History. What? When was the last time we won in the swamp? You think that doesn't affect those guys? Those guys weren't even born the last time we won. We're not talking about the swamp. I'm just saying. You the, guys are crazy, the, the last man. time that we won in the swamp, I bet you none of our players on this team were born when that happened. Actually. And yet somehow it still affects them. It still affects me. I do know this. Not a single person on that team can even remember back that far. That's oh, just, my God. Okay, then even more reason for them to not even care about Mike, 91. Mike Evans, I've never seen the Lions win a playoff game in my uh, life. You just saw them last week. And they, could, they, could, saw, they could barely stop Mike Evans. Okay, he had eight catches, one thing, 147 it was a yards and one touchdown. What? He had 147 Who? yards. Mike Evans. They, could, they couldn't stop him. Oh, my gosh. Can you say Mike Evans the same way that okay, you just said Okay, why weren't you guys Mike saying Evans. this They're on Friday when we're talking about it on the show or Thursday or a whole week? You're like, oh, line's easy. No chance for I, the Bucks. I didn't say it was you easy. You said he might cook. Yeah, and he and he was. So you're telling me the Lions most impressive this weekend. Of yeah, absolutely. All, the most impressive was the Ravens. Let's get that out of the way right now. But between that was those just domination. Two, okay, that's, mo- that's impressive. That's whatever you want to call it. They went in there, did what they had to do. That the Lions did too. Bills, guess what? Did not. We kind of assumed they were going to do anyway. I, you know, that was the one that I was the most confident in as far as you know covering the spread was the Ravens covering against the Texans. Now, of course, you know the 49ers and the Packers. Uh, that one almost. Uh, that one almost. That was looked like it was going to go kick, the other way. If if Jordan Love won that game, that would have been the most impressive. Yes. It, and that interception he threw it late, man. I, I don't know what's going on. Like I, I don't know what. He I was think you thinking. win the game if that kicker doesn't miss to put him up seven. That makes all, all the difference in the world. They're yeah, up twenty-one I mean, seventeen. Play. Play I mean, the, if you ask me, the Packers dominated that game until like the last five minutes of that game. They went every time they drove the field, it was inside the twenty every single time. They just couldn't capitalize. Whether it was a turnover, whether it was a missed field goal, whatever it was, they. I felt like they played. Purdy was not very good. He wasn't. Mm-mm. My favorite part was that Jawan Jennings was the guy 
towards yeah. the end of that game. He yeah, was, got like, himself in a fight. Yeah, he did. He was the number one target for Purdy. And, he like, went on their sidelines to fight him. <laughs> with all the weapons. <laughs> That's Jawan. I mean, what, what else can you say? That's Jawan Jennings. Yeah, no, he's a dog. Yeah. Some things just never change. The more no. they change, the more they stay the same. We're going to take a quick time out. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865 865- 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. Attention service members and veterans. Introducing the Griffin Law Firm, your trusted ally in military legal matters. Whether it's fighting for your rights, navigating complex regulations, or seeking justice, at Griffin Law, your mission is their mission. Here's VFL Marshall Griffin. As a veteran and retired military attorney, I've successfully defended lifelong benefits and helped preserve professional futures. So I know that when you hire a military justice lawyer, you maximize your chance to get relief. With my unique experience, I can advocate for you because there's no military matter that's too big or too small. Let us help you make these critical decisions that could affect the rest of your life. Remain silent, request counsel, call Griffin Law. For a free consultation, call 888-707-4282. That's 888-707-4282. Or visit griffinlawdefense.com. A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game, Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees you stay cool and comfortable through every swing and every day. We're not just a brand. We've set out to create a lifestyle for those who understand that impeccable style and premium performance are a hole-in-one. Enjoy the walk-in with Inward Half. Is your home's exterior in need of a makeover? If so, it's time to call North Knox Siding and Windows. Transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options. From classic to modern styles, they've got something to suit every taste. Upgrade to energy-efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows. Get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at northknoxsidingandwindows.com. Back here on the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Did you guys see the clip yesterday of Caitlin Clark? Yes. I think she's a fantastic basketball player. Probably the best player in college basketball or women's college basketball. And when you see the overhead shot of what happened, Brings light to what actually happened. Well, what, before you go to that video, what did you think of like when you initially saw it? Like the, when I first saw it, I was like, the camera this? angle from the side. Yeah, well, yeah. It looked like, like the fan the just full blown ran into her yeah, like, on yeah. purpose. Is yeah. what it looked okay. like. Yeah, because we got to set it up in case somebody hadn't seen it. And then you look at it, and when you look at the overhead angle, it really yeah. looked like Caitlin Clark <laughs> ran her way yeah. into the fan. Yeah, she and then just avoid her. acted like. I don't know, she just got an F5 from Brock <laughs> Lesnar at that point. Yeah. Move her body like a cyclone. And nobody Goodness. checked on the poor girl just trying to get to celebrate her team, beating your team. She was trying to celebrate. Yeah, and everybody else ran to Caitlin Clark. Yep. Now She's a flop, man. That was. That, that was a flop. That was a straight flop. I mean, if it, if we knew that it was a flop. She's hit harder off screens. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, when you look at it from the angle from the corner. Yeah. You know. If you'd have told me she flopped, man, man, that's a that's a decent flop if she did. And then you see the overhead angle, and it's like, okay, that that was pretty pathetic. 
Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like, you're probably one of the most, I would, could you argue one of the most wealthy players? She was players just in frustrated. She was frustrated, mad, everything else. I mean, she did have a great game. She, she did have 45. a great game. I mean, she's, like I said, she's probably the best player in women's college basketball. I mean, there was enough time for her to avoid her easily. Absolutely. Just stop whatever you had to do. But when you look at it, man, I'm just sitting here the whole time after I saw that angle, and I was like, uh, I mean, it wasn't Jermaine Burton against our girl, you right. know. You know, it was still though. It was. I mean, Jermaine Burton. You're just not getting a pass for this just because you're Kate and Clark. No, you know, you're getting made fun of today more than anything. Yeah, I mean, imagine, imagine this. I saw this reaction. Imagine if it were Angel Reese at LSU, how <laughs> Iowa fans oh, would be reacting. Yeah. I mean, in a situation like that, and. Yeah, I don't know how often court storming happens at the women's college basketball level because it's something I've never no. never really paid that much attention to. I mean, I paid attention, you know, when I was younger when Pat Summit was coaching the Lady Vols and, you know, you grow up appreciating those teams. And then you realize, you know, at some point you just get blessed with the fact that you get to watch greatness with Pat Summit teams mm-hmm. and the likes of, you know, Carol Walsh and Shauna Zolman, uh, Candace Parker, yeah. Shemekel well, Holtzclaw. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just a laundry list of just fantastic players that have came through here. Yeah. And then – after it's gone, you realize, hey, this is never coming back. You you do. You lose interest. There are a lot of Lady Vols fans out there that are not fans of the men's teams. There are Lady Vols fans out there that hate the football team, hate the men's basketball team. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. But it is what it is. Now, Caitlin Clark, do better. That's all i got to say is do better. Let me yeah. tell you who else needs to do better. The TMSAA, Tennessee Middle School Athletic what? Association. What they do? So, in a regional tournament, middle school. Yes. Okay. Middle school. Okay. So we all know these guys. They put in a lot of effort, right? Okay. Put in a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. So, in the area two double A tournament, first round of those games got absolutely just done, like just canceled. Okay. N- not going to reschedule because no- of the snow. Yes. Yeah. Not going to try to make it up. Mm-hmm. So now you have. Two teams in the boys' bracket, two teams in the girls' bracket that will have no chance at a championship mm-hmm. because the TMSAA is so corrupt that they won't allow the games to go on. So they just gave it to the higher seed? Yep. Wow, that's, that's pretty bad. Because the way it's supposed to work is uh, number four and number five are supposed right. to play to see who gets to battle number one. Right. And then three and six get to battle it out to see who gets to play number two. Yeah. Well, Jacksboro and LaFollette out of the boys' bracket have been told, nope, your season's over. Wow. Norris and LaFollette out of the girls' bracket have been told, nope, nope, you're done. You're not going to get to play. Shameful. I don't care what level it's at. That is just awful. It kind of reminds me, you guys remember a few years ago, it was during the COVID year, when Indiana should have been the one to go to the Big Ten Championship. Instead, Mm -hmm. Ohio State, who had only played, I think it might have played like three or four games, up to that point, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. no, you all are Ohio State. You're going to get to go over Indiana. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. there's not much to say. I mean, I don't understand their thinking in this. It just, just wait a couple of days. <laughs> the, the TSSAA and the TMSAA are the equivalent of the NCAA. Corrupt, just garbage organizations. Can everyone agree? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I played high school sports. Brett, you played high school sports. Yeah. Jack, you played high school sports. TSSAA, corrupt or not corrupt? I was in plays in high school, if that's what you were. Oh, sorry. We were just going around the I'm room, sure. and we just skipped over me for a second. Did you just say you were in plays in high school? Yeah, it's it's. Did you do the fact. ensemble? It's a well-known fact I was a actor. Yeah, him and Cody, I think, have talked about it on yeah, the air before. Was, and Cody was quite impressed. Yeah, there you go. So... Marcus, what was your biggest role? Uh, probably Colonel Mustard. I was Colonel Mustard nice. for uh, Clue. That was pretty fun. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I played a jock in one play. That helps. boy, Marcus. Thank you. <laughs> Hats off to Marcus. That's not going to be the most ridiculous thing you hear on the show. As a matter of fact, at about 1040, I'm going to tell you about something that was told to me over the weekend. We're going to save it. Oh. It might have been one of the worst lies that's ever been told to me, by the way. I don't care if it's serious or joking. This is by far one of the worst lies because you knew it was a lie as soon as you read the text. (laughs) 
Why are you looking at me? I'm not looking at you. Oh. He hasn't heard the story. Though. He's not he heard did. the story yeah, yet. I've heard it. Oh, okay. I was Jack, I don't think you've heard it either, have you? <laughs> or no, you uh, might have heard it. He might have been. He, he might have I been think everybody eavesdropping. was in the room when you were saying it. Oh, yeah. You might have been eavesdropping in the lobby. I was going to say, this is, this is kind of weird for me because I feel like maybe this was about me at one point. No, other than the fact that we know that you lied and not have to come into work on Friday. I was dealing with ice. I don't know why you're... We want people to get here safe, Jake. <laughs> yeah. We want people to get here safe. Yes. And that's why I appreciate Brett coming to get me Thursday and Friday of last week to put on this fabulous radio presentation that we put on Monday through Friday. Yeah. We're about, we maybe get some uh, breaking news here soon. I've got the feed up for George McIntyre, five-star quarterback. Oh, that's correct. He's supposed to be announced. He will be today. committing here in the next, uh, what, next three couple, minutes? A couple minutes. Yeah, yeah he's it's he's exciting. not currently there right now. but yeah. So we are hoping to bring you did, breaking news. Between us and Bama. Did I, think, I his, his Why would you want to go to Bama right now? Yeah, true. Uh, did I understand correctly, too, that he was at the basketball game? Is that correct? He was, yes. He was also in attendance last year for the – the knuckleball. I mean, it's got to be a good oh. sign you're at UT two days before you announce where you're going to school. Against, right? Unless and when he, we're playing this the team would be the This would be the dirtiest thing ever. <laughs> you're sitting with hype and you're watching us beat up on Alabama. Yeah. And then you go to your school on Monday. It's like, listen, you were in attendance when we whipped their ass in football last year. some people are trying to put together, like, because that other guy left Bama, Sayin or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. He's going to Ohio State, right? Julian yeah, Sayin yeah, is going he's to Ohio committed State. To, but everybody's like, oh, they have an open you know, QB spot. You know? I mean, they have, they Ohio State's trying to stack up right now because I think Ryan Day knows he cannot lose to Michigan another year. Yeah. Well, we got official word on Lance Hurd. Yeah, Lance Hurd. So that Hurd. was good. Lance Hurd is and coming to Tennessee. we got that guy from Stanford. We the did. defensive tackle. Is it? So, yeah, everything's shaping up. How do we pronounce his last name? Do we know yet? Moy. Moy. M-O-I. I don't know. M-O-I. Moy. Someone will tell us. Moy. 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 I don't know. I do love, like, genuinely – having this Polynesian pipeline that we've got going on. Oh, speaking of that, speaking I think we had Mike Matthews. Mike Matthews. <laughs> yeah. He was MVP of the Polynesian game, which is there we go. probably one of the bigger uh, high school All-American games. I mean, it's that and the Under Armour All-American game. I think he caught a pass from Riola, the guy going to Nebraska. Yeah. So. Having, having this Polynesian pipeline, because like, I, I think there's a good mix of a few like characteristics of just human beings. Mm-hmm. They are respectful dudes like i every interview i see with like nico or uh peely like they're just like super respectful dudes but they're like when they get on the field man they're just they're i mean look guys like um they're dudes i love it roman reigns for example he played at georgia tech one of the hardest working dudes yeah probably on that team we had another guy. Who was the other guy? His dad was in the NFL offensive lineman. Who was the? Wasn't there another like Hawaiian or? I can't remember his name. Gosh, I'm drawing a blank. I'll think of it. I know there's another Polynesian type player we had. We had Jesse Mahalona at one I, point. I, that played on the defensive I line. Knew, yeah, I know we've had a few. I can't remember. Plus, like we've said before, if Rodney Garner wants anyone on his D line, I'll t- I, I will take him. I don't care what star he is. I don't care how many stats he has at the old school. If Rodney Gardner wants him, we're getting some dudes up there. That's, that's for sure. what I want. And he's got like I believe two or three years of eligibility. Correct? Who's that? That friend? Uh, uh, the the Moy? Stanford Moy. Yeah. Yeah. What's his first? He's got I believe two years of eligibility. And obviously, what's great about Hurd is we've got like three years of eligibility with him. Mm-hmm. So like these two guys you bring in from the transfer portal, you have for more than just a year. They don't have to like Hurd's going to start. Moy doesn't have to. He can be a part of that rotation and be able to take over once Big O leaves next year. And then, yeah, Hurd, you you literally give your franchise quarterback an extremely talented and solid left tackle who has SEC experience with LSU. He was a top recruit. He's a five-star. Like, you give him another just monster on that offensive line to protect you and get those throws off. It genuinely feels like Josh Heupel looked at what happened last year and says, "You know what? We're not going eight wins again. We're we're getting back to where we belong." Like that's how it feels. The guys that he's picking up, and I know yeah. some people are worried. Some people have been worried about his uh, transfer and his recruiting and stuff like that. Yeah, but sometimes just patience is key, and and I know it's hard for us. It's hard for me, but man, like I like what he's putting together, and it just gets me more and more excited about next year. And uh, I think it was Michael Munoz. That's who that I was thinking. thinking yeah, that's who it was. That's uh, he is of that, right? He's is he or is he not, or is he uh, Hispanic? I'm not sure, but his dad. I know his dad. His dad played. was a Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah, his dad was amazing. 
Pretty sure his name was also Michael Munoz, but I'm not was it? mistaken. Yeah. yeah, no, it's uh no the you know, we were we've we've been up and down with the, you know, hype on the the transfers and the recruiting and stuff like that, but these last couple of days have been, you know, when you see Mike Matthews, you know, winning yeah. MVPs two years in a row, we've won that award. Um so, you know, if Nico's the guy, you know, like whew, it's going to be it's going to be special. Do we have an update on McIntyre yet? Now the crowd's filing in still, it looks like. Nobody at the tables yet. So, um yeah, I'll it's funny. I just update. pulled up a uh, Sports Illustrated article, and uh-huh. did everyone see what happened with Sports Illustrated? No. I did. Yeah, yeah. They uh, got rid of all their writers, right, yeah, or something? Essentially. So, I mean, this is a brand like just falls right into the fact that digital is the way to go, and that's why we've you know upped our digital game over the past few years here, and we're going to continue to upgrade that because you know obviously radio is still going to be around. Because if you want local sports talk, if you want to know about your team, where do you have to do it, usually? A local sports radio station. Not many people are reading articles anymore. No. Everything's online now. Everything is video. Yeah. You can either listen to it or you can watch it. Though there are there are a couple places still that I'm, I very much enjoy reading. Obviously, you know, Rocky Top Insider is the big one that I I love going to. Right, it, Which they're it, doing well in the digital part too. They are, and but I think the key that we're struggling with when it comes to written media now is certain writers. Just I don't think they want to build this long winded story, and it's like you can you can get your piece the attention it deserves by just writing it really well without having to feel like you're searching for answers throughout the entire article and i think a lot of people struggle with that and there's a few places yeah, people rocky- get tired of just looking for a simple answer yeah that they yeah. want and rocky top inside is one of those and and you're right they have been doing more with video and stuff but yeah they've been one that i i love going to i still go to bleacher report sometimes bleacher report's still pretty solid at times but yeah man it's sports illustrated man like they've just now, there are a few writers out there. Of course, you know, two of these guys are from Rocky Top Insider. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, Rick Butler mm-hmm. and uh, Ryan Shumpert. And then you got one over at the News Sentinel that I've got some respect for, Adam Sparks, because they don't have an agenda when they're trying to write. They're not trying to persuade you to believe one thing or another. They're just giving it to you how it is. Mm-hmm. They're straight to the point. They do exactly what they're supposed to do. And that's why those three guys are going to have a long career in this. And then you got other writers – out there that want to push an agenda, push a narrative, and want to lead you to believe that a certain radio station only has 37 listeners, and at the end of the day, that guy is nothing but at... I'm going to stop myself right there. Yeah, about, yeah. about said something. <laughs> about said something. Marcus, you've heard me say that before, and you know exactly uh-huh. where I was going. Anyway. Uh-huh. You guys ready for one of the dumbest things that you're ever going to hear in your life? Yes. Sure. Always. Well, stay tuned. Because we're going to talk about it when we return. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865 237 3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com that's fabricsun.com and be sure to tell stan that you heard about him right here on fan run radio 
Attention service members and veterans, introducing the Griffin Law Firm, your trusted ally in military legal matters. Whether it's fighting for your rights, navigating complex regulations, or seeking justice, at Griffin Law, your mission is their mission. Here's VFL Marshall Griffin. As a veteran and retired military attorney, I've successfully defended lifelong benefits and helped preserve professional futures. So I know that when you hire a military justice lawyer, you maximize your chance to get relief. With my unique experience, I can advocate for you because there's no military matter that's too big or too small. Let us help you make these critical decisions that could affect the rest of your life. Remain silent, request counsel, call Griffin Law. For a free consultation, call 888-707-4282. That's 888-707-4282. Or visit griffinlawdefense.com. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Final segment of hour number one here on the G.I. Jake Show. It's Jake Miller, Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, intern Jack. Do we have an update yet? Or is he still oh, talking? Guy, the guy, the principal, I guess, is still speaking right now. Oh, so. yeah, make it all about him, buddy. No one cares about yeah. you. What Nobody a pipeline knows who you are. for quarterbacks we could have. We land this guy here in I a mean, couple minutes. Yeah, no joke. I mean, it could uh, it could keep on rolling. Is that 2025? Yeah. yeah, next. Uh, yeah. Next class. Yeah, next so class, yeah. we've got, obviously, Nico right now. We've got the – oh, I can't remember his name. The kid coming in from this class. Mark Linger. Yes. Jake Mark Linger. Yeah, four star. And kid. then having McIntyre, like, yeah, that'd be. I mean, and if you want, I mean, Madden's even in one of these classes. I think Nico's brother, and he's supposed to be really good too. Yeah, that's also a good point. <laughs> well, let me tell you, boys, I might have had the worst lie told to me that I've ever heard in my life on Saturday. Okay. And yet everyone is going to know it's a lie when they know about this sport. You're going to know that it's a lie as soon as I read off these text messages. So on Saturday, we get a random text. This is in my friend's group chat. You know, we're just sitting here. We're, you know, thinking it's going to be a normal day, right? Everyone thinks it's going to be a normal, normal Saturday. So my buddy sends this picture of a guy who looks like he's just unhappy, like depressed to be on a golf course, right? And our buddy responds. He says, when you're playing 48 holes. Where was he playing golf, by the way? I don't know. Because it's six inches of snow out there. He said this was three years ago. Oh, okay. All right. He's like, when you're, pl- he's like, when you're playing 48 <laughs> holes, cold. I'm like, why would you play 48? He's like, my wife's cousin asked me to play one day with him up in Corbin. I went thinking we're going to play a par three and do nine holes. Dude took me to a 48-hole par five, and all of the holes were par five. (laughs) He said, dude was keeping – I I just wanted to ignore it for a minute. He's like, dude was keeping score the whole time. I was done with it after about 15. We started at like 8 a.m. and didn't finish until like 6. I wasn't trying to put in a full day of work, and guess what? Guess what? I'm still a really bad golfer. I said, so it took you 10 hours to finish 15 holes. He's like, no, he played 36. I know he didn't finish the 48. I said, how can you play 48? He's like, I think the course on it had like 24 actual holes on it. I said, huh? What is the name of this course? He's like, hell, Jake, I don't bleep and remember. It's been three bleeping years ago. I said, Find out what it is because I want to call them. And I want to book all 48 of the holes. I was like, buddy, this this course does not exist. London, Kentucky, or Corbin, Kentucky. First of all, 
What is, if you don't want to play the full 18, what do you go to a golf course and say you want to play? You want to play the front nine or you want to play the back nine, correct? Yeah, yeah. Someone do the math for me real quick. Is 48 a multiple of nine? No. How can a golf course have 48 holes? No idea. It can't. This course does not exist. (laughs) Why would you lie about that? Someone give me a reason. Brett, you play golf. Yeah. Would you ever lie and say that there was a course with 48 holes and all of them are part The only five? thing I can think of to defend this guy at all would be that it got dark and they only were able to get through 48 holes and they decided to call it. So you're saying they did five full courses? Well, no. They just three. played. They just kept playing the same 18-hole course and only got through like a full 48. Yeah. No, they could have gone 18-18. Yeah, you know, and so only he, got through another 12. He'd got through two oh, yeah. and like. But, I mean, the way he said it, oh, it was a 48-hole par, all the holes were par five. That's like, this guy doesn't know anything about golf. No, this guy probably, I, I don't even know. You would they don't have, even make putt-putt courses with 48 holes. You no. Know, like, nothing. I mean, dude, I've been to resorts, and the most I've seen is 36. Yeah, absolutely. And you said Maybe Lambert Acres has 27. Lambert Acres Three has 27. Yeah. Yes, but they're all color-coded. Yeah. And, you know, when he told me this, I'm just sitting here. Like, try to do the math. You can't do math no matter which way you look at it. You would have to have a fill-up station for your golf cart or a charging station by the time you got done with each 18. It's ridiculous. You know what the par would be? You know what you'd have to shoot to make par on a 48-hole course? If it's all par 5? What's that? 240. If I ever open up a bar... That's what it's going to be called, the par 240. So maybe something good did come out of this. Jake, may I interrupt you? Yes. It's official. We got McIntyre. George McIntyre. George Carls has picked Tennessee as his school. They played a little video in the background, and at the very end it said, I'm staying home. Good. Good. George McIntyre is a vol. Oh, yeah, orange it's in the exciting. crowd too. It looks like too. So do what? They were oh. showing the crowd, and there's some people in orange in the crowd too. No, it's a big day. I mean, we kind of thought that we'd always have a great chance at him. You know, I think there was real talk about Saban in Alabama with him, though. You know, I think he really liked Saban from the way did. he talked, and that just put icing on the cake for us. I think. Um, you know, I mean, maybe I mean, I mean, the guy saw Nico was going to be here for like two, three more years, and maybe he was looking at other. You can't blame him. He had every offer in the country looking right. at him, you know. Well, and something else to think about, too, it's like he might be looking at Merklinger right now. It's like, okay, well, when Nico does leave here in two years, he's like, okay, well, I can compete with this guy. Yeah. Maybe I can get the starting job over him. Well, yeah, I think Nico's going to play all this next year, and he won't be here yet. So, he'll have one more year, right, to play, right. and then he'd sit under Nico for one year, right? Is yeah. That how it works? Yeah, and then he'd probably just take a red shirt at that point. Ooh. Yeah. I'm watching the video he posted on his Twitter. He said this isn't a he said this isn't a decision, this is a calling. No, and it just helps you with oh. like all your skill positions like throughout like people know McIntyre. They played with him seventy seven. They they want to play everybody wants to play with a great quarterback if you're a skill position player. So, you know, next step is to really find some protection because that's right. the next step you're gonna have to protect is gonna protect this guy because you're you're losing your guys on the offensive line. I mean, yeah. yeah, you've got a quality class coming in that'll be able to build up to and hopefully hit the ground running for Georgia and one more near Nico. That, so it's that, it's just oh, exciting. That video literally gave me a little bit of chills. I'm not gonna lie, just like reading the the words, seeing Peyton Manning and all these great things. Oh, man, this, I mean. Exactly what you're talking about. I think every skill position player, especially on offense in particular, even defensive players, knowing that they'll have a good offense to have on the other side, knowing that Tennessee is going to be set up quarterback-wise for the years to come, Nico, McIntyre, Mertlinger, like all these guys, like this is this is going to give other players a reason to say, mm-hmm. there is no reason why I wouldn't want to come to Tennessee. They are set at the most important position of all football for years to come right now. And that's he just didn't, great. He didn't have like a mind blowing like year according to his numbers as a junior. I mean, sixty seven percent uh completion percentage, thirty two hundred yards, twenty five TDs, twelve picks. Um so not a you know 
not numbers you typically see from like a big five star guy, but I, I don't think he had a lot of working with him around him. Um, you know, but uh, compared to his fresh his first year starting at least, so I don't know. It's exciting though. I mean, you you keep rolling in this talent, you know, keep especially the at talent, the quarterback. Absolutely. Well, and now this is this is coming from our friend Jordan Moore says Josh Heupel has now landed the two highest ranked quarterbacks to sign with Tennessee in the rivals two four seven on three rankings era. That's yeah, that's uh, that's what he does, you know. Like he develops great relationships. I think him taking off with, you know, yeah, he was good with some of those guys like Drew Locke and uh, you know Gabriel at yeah. UCF. But to be able to take Hendon, I think, on the bigger national stage right. and put up the numbers he did with Jalen Hyatt one and Blitnikoffs, you know, receivers love that and quarterbacks love that. And it's past happy league. Well, and something else to think about, too, you know, with Hendon Hooker. Yeah. I mean, he was basically somebody Virginia Tech didn't want. It's like, okay, well, listen, man, like, you're not getting it done here. You need to go somewhere else. And then I don't know what the expectation was for Hendon Hooker coming in because everyone knows he committed under Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah. And I don't really know what his expectation would have been. And then you bring in Joe Milton and basically made that gap year, whatever year this was this past year, and you get nine wins out of it. And I think we'll take that. I mean, we knew that we weren't going to have the success that we had with Hendon Hooker, Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman, and guys like that. We knew that was not going to happen. Yeah. But now you got a chance to come into this next year. Nico's your starting quarterback. Yeah. You're going to have expectations this year. Yeah. The expectations are there. That's what you want. Absolutely. And I think you have to get to 10 this year. Get to 10. I think okay. you have to get to 10 if you want to keep this on the Like upper. 10 and 2 regular season? Uh, Maybe 11 in the bowl? I'm thinking, you know, you can go 9 and 3, okay. get your 10th win in the bowl game, and everything will be all fine and dandy. Did you have Bama as a for sure loss before all this coaching stuff? No. Or now? No, you didn't. No, I had that as a uh, so coin. Who are your losses then besides like Georgia for sure? Georgia. Oklahoma? Oklahoma scares me a little bit. And then there's going to be one game in there, uh, not Missouri, but um, there's one in there. I'll have to look at the schedule again yeah, just because I, I looked yeah. at this game and I was like, I don't know. George, uh, Oklahoma, excuse me, that scares me, but I feel confident still just because Hypo wants to win this one. He wants to show them uh, his old, his alma mater. Like, mm-hmm. boys are ready for it. I, I'm excited for that so. game. Let's get Roberto in here next. What do you say, Berto? Man, that announcement from George McIntyre being with with Coulter Walls sleeping on the blacktop in the background. <laughs> I don't even know if people knew what that was. That is just badass. Every bit of that was badass. Well, and I mean, this just has to give everybody a lot of confidence. Like, hey, we can get guys in state. We can do this. We can I mean, keep getting quarterbacks. Academy, and we never no. get dudes from there. No, Not never. Because no. Buck Fitzgerald hates Tennessee. Well, the next guy you got to get in the state is that Cameron Sparks. I think he's down in somewhere in the state as well, and he's a five-star kid as well, like safety or something. And let's just be honest. We're all grown-ups, right? Well, at least I am and Jake (laughs) is. I think Brett and Marcus are like 20, right? So, uh, But uh, I'd just say it this way. George McIntyre going to the University of Tennessee was the worst-kept secret in the history of football (laughs) recruiting. Yes. However, he still did it right. It still comes at the perfect time. Tennessee is just riding a high, man. I think people are sleeping on Jackson Moy. I think that is just a yeah. massive pickup. He is such a good player. He's a Norman um, Lott, he, isn't he? Kind of like a Norman Lott? Yeah, bigger. Yeah, he is. He's like 300. And, uh, yeah, younger. He got three to play, two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing, I mean – Jake, I text you individually the other night. Bring yep. me all the Polynesian linemen. All <laughs> yes. Of them. Yes. All the Polynesian. Yes. And the Polynesian sauce. <laughs> if you are Polynesian, the University of Tennessee has an open for business sign. Period. <laughs> yes. 100%. It, how, how about we become the Polynesia of the Appalachians? Polynesia <laughs> of the Appalachians. I like it. Dude, how great would it, I mean, we do have some historically great Polynesians that have played here. We do. Yeah. Robert Twain, or uh, Albert Toyna, uh Jesse Mahalona. I mean, come on, dude. Uh, Nico has already proven that he can play. Let's yeah. just be those guys. I'm all in. Hopefully we can get Peely for a full year. <laughs> we'll see. I think, 
the the book out on him is that he has to play a full year. Or he's never going to play in the NFL, even though he has NFL talent, right? Because he gets hurt all the time. Yeah, he's already older um, too. <laughs> has that check I mean, bounced in like, Miami yet, by any chance? Yeah, right. Oh yeah, for Francis. Oh yeah, Francis. Yeah, I will say Peely's frontal cortex is fully developed, though. So we've got one of those on our team, <laughs> yes, and at at the probably the position other than quarterback, you would you would say that's the biggest advantage to have a fully developed frontal cortex. I would say so. so. Um, I'm really happy with where we're at. I told you guys, Jake. I I texted you individually again a couple of weeks ago. Heard has been done for so long. I just don't know what took so long. It yeah. was that was weird. It took a while. Yeah, and then we rumor see was his mom was sick or somebody was yeah. really sick and they couldn't do everything they wanted to do media wise. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but man, I, it's just a great. Uh, can I can I ask you? Oh my God! Oh my! Like uh, Josh Hobble, we can't recruit. My oh my! <laughs> Aren't you gonna get an offensive line? He, or he can. He can recruit, just can't close. Right? Isn't that what it is? He, he yeah. Can, so he can recruit. He can't close. You yeah. know. And maybe Ellerby can't close for that yeah. matter. Maybe Ellerby <laughs> can't close with high school kids. But you know what? Give me one year of a guy that's been in a weight room somewhere else, transferring in yeah, to start that left tackle yeah. in the SEC. Thank you. I'll yeah. take that. Absolutely. A five star who's considered a can't miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, other than Caleb Downs, he's the best non-quarterback position player in the history of the portal, and it's not even close. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I'm pretty I'm, – I guess I'm, I'm kind of worried. I'm a, <laughs> uh, I, I just think Tennessee's going to be really pretty good this year. I think the way we're stacking up, if we can get one more – I think we do need one more playmaker. Do you guys agree with that? Man, I, where do you find room for him? <laughs> I mean, we have jollies. Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, you got a lot of guys you're running through there right now. Maybe, but I think we need one more deep impact wide receiver. I got you. Uh, Brew McCoy coming back and being healthy. Mm-hmm. If he's healthy, then you're good. If he's not, or it's kind of up in the air, or he has a so so year, I think you're short of playmakers. I do. You very much. Am, am I crazy, guys? You're not crazy at all, Umberto. We got to hit a break, but I don't think that's oh, a crazy. Thing, I'm thought. sorry. I didn't realize you're up against you're that. Fine, I apologize, man. Jake. I love you, boys. Take care. Love you too, hey, man. Buddy. And I mean, it's just one of those deals. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a lot of work still to be done, but at the current state of which things are going, I'm very happy with how they are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll just say real quick before we hit the break. Shout out to uh, Noah J. Robinson, who I just saw on Twitter say Prince Nico will be followed up by King George. Yeah, wow. that's a great tweet. Wow. Absolutely, I absolutely love that. Stay with us, GI Jake Show. March on right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you in need of a smile makeover? Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Costa at Knoxville Smiles, and if you're ready to improve your smile, 